on this book page. You want to go and put the pre-order page, but also talk about any type of free giveaways you're going to do. These are going to be free resources above and beyond the content in the book, yet obviously related to the book. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about the pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the apartment syndication school, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, best of your listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School podcast. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air a podcast episode that focuses on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. 
And for a lot of these episodes, especially the episodes early on, have free resources that will help you along your apartment syndication journey. So make sure you check out the previous episodes so you can access those free documents at syndicationschool.com. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to promote and market a book. So you'll notice that a lot of people that we interview on this show, and more specifically, a lot of apartment investors, a lot of apartment syndicators have published at least one book. And then we have published three books, with one being obviously the inspiration for the show you're listening to now. And I threw together a list of some of the things that we did in order to promote our book, both before it was even written and then through the launch. And through this, we've gotten over 300 reviews on Amazon. I sold a bunch of copies of the book. So I wanted to share those with you because especially right now, it might be a great time to write a book since everyone's at home, listening to audiobooks, reading more. It doesn't have to be a 450-page tome like the Best Ever Syndication book was. This could be used for promoting an ebook, or this could be used for promoting any sort of course you're trying to do, or you can be unique and kind of apply this to getting more investors. But this is more specifically, this is about promoting some sort of book or some sort of thought leadership platform. That's about as broad as it'll get. But I'm sure there's some tactics you could apply to other things here as well. So ultimately, when you are marketing something, in this case, a book, what you want to think about, well, before I get into that, we've done an episode before on actually how to write a book, how to approach making an outline and writing it and getting it edited and how to tactically, logistically publish it. So you can check that out. I think we did a syndication episode, but at the very least we have a blog post on how to self-publish your own book. So I'm not going to talk about that today. It's more about, okay, your book's done. How do I get people to buy this thing? <laughs> so like most things, the goal would be to create a win-win situation for all parties involved. In this case, a win-win-win situation because the three parties involved are going to be the author. So you, co-authors, ghostwriters, and then obviously the customer. So that's going to be who buys the book. But also you've got a third party, which is going to be anyone who contributed to the book. So this could be someone who contributed actual content to the book. So they wrote the foreword, they provide testimonials, maybe they're featured in the book, they're quoted in the book, or you ask them questions and then based off of their advice, you include their information in the book. Or they could be people who helped you publish the book, like an editor or a formatter, maybe even the publisher, depending on how you approach this. And so the goal would be to create promotion strategies that play into the self-interest of each party so that they're going to want to promote the book and they're going to want to buy the book. So here are 10 things you can do. The first one is going to be using social media. This is something that you can start the second you realize you're going to start writing the book. And the goal here would be to engage the audience you're following as well as would-be purchasers in the process of writing the book. That way they're going to feel as if they have a stake in the book since they were involved in the creation process. And also, more practically speaking, the earlier and the more often you talk about the book, the more people will be aware of it, which means the more likely they will buy the book once it's released. And ideally even promote the book, which we'll talk about in a second. 
So some just examples of things you can do on social media pre-launch would be announcing the topic of the book you are writing and then asking for feedback along the way. Like, hey, here are a few title ideas. Which one do you think is the best? Or what type of questions should I answer in this book? Or, hey, here's three cover designs I'm choosing between. Which one do you think is best? Things like that. You can also provide frequent updates on your progress. Like, hey, the outline's done. First chapter is 50% done. But whenever you give an update, again, you want to be adding value and engage them in the process. And so you can provide advice along the way. Like, hey, here's how to write a, an outline. Hey, here's how to get over writer's block to get that first chapter done. Things like that. So an example is we took a picture of my little command center here that I write on. And then based off of what I had, like a coffee mug and music up and multiple monitors, nice comfy chair. Just talked about lessons I learned to help me overcome writer's block when writing a book. So that's how social media can be used pre-launch and then once the book is published and these are kind of obvious you can create a social media post saying hey the book is available for purchase you can even do some sort of paid advertising for the book and i found through my conversation on this show that some of the best ways to advertise a book would be a 30 to 60 second spoken video explaining what people will learn in the book and then besides what i've mentioned here a lot of the other things that i'm going to talk about in a second You'll also want to use that as other examples of social media. Starting off with a pre-order page, which is the second way to promote your book. So rather than the book just kind of going live on Amazon and wherever you're selling it, the day it's available, you can have a pre-order page go to Amazon. I know you can do it on Amazon. I'm not sure if you can do it on all book publishing services, but on Amazon, you can create a pre-order page where it looks exactly how the page will look once the book is done, except Rather than saying that's available in the shipping time, it'll just say like pre-order available this date or whatever. Now the process for doing this is kind of a little bit detailed and there's some good blog posts out there. So use Google pre-order Amazon and you'll find some blog posts on how to do this. But then once the pre-order page is live, obviously you can direct people to that page using your social media. And then also you want to create a book page. This is the third way to promote your book. So when you create a book page, the timing of this can kind of depend on what you want to do, but it's better to do it once there's a way to actually buy the book. So this is kind of combined with the pre-order page. Once the book is available for pre-order, you can make your book page and then the link that's included in there will go to that pre-order page. And then for each of these, you're going to want to answer the questions, why should I buy your book? So you want to give them and a sneak peek into the top valuable information that you're going to want to obtain, as well as including a link to that pre-order page, as well as feature the fourth way to promote your book, which is the free giveaways. And this is when we're getting into the juicy stuff. I think this is likely the best way to promote a new book before it's launched and after it's launched to generate sales. So again, on this book page, you're going to put the pre-order page, but also talk about any type of free giveaways you're going to do. These are going to be free resources above and beyond the content in the book, yet obviously related to the book. So the best thing to do here would just be various Excel type of calculators, right? Things that you can't necessarily include in the book, but can help them actually apply the information in the book. So for our best efforts, apartment indication book, these documents included a simplified cash flow calculator construction matrix, weekly performance review template for property management companies, loan matrices to compare loans, things like that. Things that you can't easily put in a book and say, hey, write in this book your cash flow calculator. Right? Like, this is not going to work. So you create these free documents 
and then you give them away. And how you give them away really depends on what you want to do. But the best approach seems to be that you give away the largest batch of free documents to people who actually pre-order your book. So in order to get these free documents, you need to pre-order this book. So that incentivizes people to pre-order the book because of the fear of missing out, right? I'm not going to be able to get access to all these amazing documents. Maybe you can even give a dollar value to the documents, $100 worth of free documents for free if you pre-order the book. So when you're kind of thinking of the free documents, like what to create, just be creative. And while you're writing your book, just think about ways you can create Excel templates to give away for free or extra PDF guides that go into more detail on something or that are more timely. Maybe you want to create a timeless book, but you want to create maybe some sort of supplemental guide talking about the current pandemic or something. Or maybe you want to give away a free copy of your other books you've written or maybe people who contributed the book are willing to give away free ebooks. Just think of anything you can and give that away. And then once the pre-order period is over, the book is published, you can still use these free documents, either just in general as a part of buying the book, but not as many as the people that pre-ordered, or you can give away, well, I'll talk about the other thing in a second, but another twist would be to do a free giveaway to essentially create some sort of contest where people can win a free copy of your book. So this is something that we used to do back when me and Joe did follow on Friday, where we would do a trivia question of the week. And the first person to email us the correct answer or post on YouTube would receive a free signed copy of our book. With the idea of constantly talking about the book and what it is and one person wins, but maybe someone who participated ends up buying the book, right? Or two people end up buying the book. Now, the fifth way to promote your book would be to leverage the reviews. So obviously... The people who know you are hopefully going to buy your book, but what about the people who don't know you? What about if your audience isn't very big? Well, in order to expand out to people that don't know you, you're going to need to get reviews for your books because that's what people are going to look at. And that's what, in a sense, determines where your book ranks on Amazon, how visible it is to people to see on the top lists of real estate books. And so that's what they're going to use to make their purchase decisions. So you're going to want to have a high quantity of high quality reviews so you don't want a few really long detailed high quality reviews and you also don't want to have hundreds of reviews like what a great book good job learned a lot right they need to be a balance you want to get as many reviews as you can they're actually quality reviews so to do this and to avoid fake and generic reviews which are going to turn buyers off then you can send a PDF of the book to your friends, your family, other people, have them read the book, at least skim the book. And then once it's published, you say, hey, read this book, could you please give me a review? And then the book goes live on this day, so could you please copy and paste that review into Amazon when the time comes? And then once the book is actually launched, you want to follow up with them again to make sure they actually left the review. And of course, they benefit because they get to have access to a best-selling book before the public gets it for free. Something else you can do if you have a team or maybe a co-author or some very loyal friends or family members, then you can ask each of them to be responsible for getting a certain number of reviews for their circle of influence. So this is something that we did for our book. And then once the book is published, this is where we go back to the free giveaways. So once the book is published, you can leverage more views by doing a free giveaway. And so on all your platforms, you can say, hey, 
if you buy a copy of my book review and send me a screenshot of that review, then we will send you one or more free documents. So not as many free documents as those who pre-order the book, but still something it carries to get them to leave a review. And using this strategy of reviews, getting reviews before the book launched based off of people reviewing the PDF, and then giving away free documents for those who reviewed, we were able to get over 300 reviews on Amazon. And counting. We're still getting reviews every week. Next is going to be focus more on the contributors and getting them to promote your book. First would be testimonials. So get people to give you testimonials on either the book, right? So giving them the book beforehand, they read it, talk about how great the book is. So essentially like an Amazon review. Since you're already doing the reviews beforehand, you can use some of those in the book if you want to. Or you can go and find a famous person, have them give a testimonial. So for the first book we wrote, Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank, I actually gave a testimonial. And then for the second book, Brandon Turner of Bigger Pockets gave a testimonial based off of the book. And both those were featured on the cover. So obviously that's a really good way to get credibility for your book. But the people who are at the testimonials, they will benefit because their name and maybe their business will be in a best-selling book. And then also you can hopefully in return have them promote the book. Share it on social media since their name is in the book. So you can tap into their audience as well. And of course, you can also use these testimonials and put those on your book page. Number seven is going to be the foreword. So kind of like the testimonials, it said more detailed. The person who writes your foreword can share the book with the audience, especially since there are multiple pages, depending on how long the foreword is of the book. And so in a sense, they're a co-author. Sometimes they're even included on the cover. And so they'll be motivated to share that to their audience. Number eight would be any other contributors I talked about before them sharing the book to get exposure for their business, the editors, designers, any other acknowledgements you have for people who helped you along the way. And also something we did for the first two books was the book actually featured, right? Each chapter was a person. And so each book's featuring 20 or so investors. And so since the entire chapter was dedicated to them, they were incentivized to share the book as well because it was essentially a marketing piece for them. Hey, I'm in this best-selling book. I'll learn more about my business, what I do. Here's my advice. Good exposure for them as well. So, you know, while writing your book, think of different ways to incorporate people into the writing of the book, contributors. That way you've got more potential promoters on the back end. Number nine, number 10 are kind of similar. So number nine is going to be your own thought leadership platform. So besides social media, leverage other aspects of your thought leadership platform, newsletters, podcasts, blogs, YouTube channels to obviously promote the pre-order page, the book page, any ongoing posts that you make about the book. And then obviously once the book is actually live. And then something else you could do too is you can maybe do some sort of thought leadership mini series about the book. So for example, I'm pretty sure Joe and I did a 10-part podcast series summarizing the book, the best ever apart syndication book. And obviously it turned into syndication school as well. And then on the flip side, you can use other people's thought leadership platforms. So try to get as many podcasts as you can in general. And then at the end, hopefully they allow you to plug your business. You can plug your book. But what's even better is if you can get people to interview about the content in the book. So you're not on there just saying, hey, buy my book. Instead, you can talk about, here's 10 tips of how to become a best ever apartment syndicator. Oh, by the way, if you want more detail on these 10 tips, plus 20 more tips, plus all these free documents, you can check out my book that's available on Amazon. And then the most ideal way would be to do that, but be in multiple different podcasts and have all those 
air the week or so after your book is launched. I'm pretty sure that's something that Tim Ferriss talks about in 4-Hour Workweek, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but he talks about it somewhere, I'm pretty sure. And then maybe you can do some sort of discount code for the audience, or you can do a free giveaway, a document for anyone who buys it, and send you a screenshot of it, or a picture of them doing something, right? Like you can say, you take a selfie of yourself with a thumbs up sign and email it to me, and that way I'll know you listen to it from this podcast, and then I'll give you a free document. And then kind of overall, so those are the 10 ways, but overall, just be creative, right? Use your creativity to figure out ways to either add to this list, because for each of these, I kind of gave examples to be creative within each of these lists, right? So think of other ways to to leverage reviews to get more exposure for your book. How to use social media to get more exposure for your book. Contributors, testimonials, forwards. Thought leadership platforms, things like that. So yeah, again, I think writing a book is definitely beneficial to a business. It gives you lots of credibility. It helps you kind of fine tune your own knowledge on whatever subject you're writing about. It adds value to people. So especially right now, as I mentioned, a lot of people are at home. I'm sure, at least I would imagine, I've read more books since the onset of the pandemic. So maybe other people are as well. So it's a great time to get a book out, to start writing that book you've always wanted to write. And as I mentioned, we've got at least a blog post on how to self-publish the book, tactically, logistically speaking. And now you know how to promote the book once it is available. And again, even if you haven't done a syndication before, you can just interview 10 syndicators or 20 syndicators and then create a book that compiles the best advice from syndicators, right? You don't really need to have done a deal before. Or if you've done one deal, the book can be about that deal, right? So be also be creative in the type of book that you write. That's all I've got for today. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out some of the other Syndication School episodes, as well as all those free documents at syndicationschool.com. Have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Are you looking to get started in multifamily investing or looking to grow your portfolio? Nathan Tabor has created an online course that is slammed with incredibly useful and practical information. Check it out at apartments.nathantabor.com.